0: Hello, this is the ramblings of an Undisciplined Mind podcast for Tuesday, September 13th, 2016. As of this recording, Sierra is still missing. So, uh, recently, Star Trek hit its 50th anniversary. And, And there was a lot of cool things going on for that. There, there was a one of these temporary overlays you could do on Facebook. Uh, and I used a couple of those. I think I still have one on right now that's you know, Live Long and Prosper with the hand of Spock. Yes, that. And for like a day, my, my um, reaction you know, you get the like, love, wow, ha, ha sad, angry, uh, turned into, uh, Star Trek emojis. That was kind of fun. And there was a lot of stuff. I'm actually a member of a, a Star Trek group on Google plus, and there was a lot of stuff being posted and it was just great fun to, to, um, see all that and, and, and kind of, you know, bask in the Star Trekness. ness Star Trek was my first, my first fan, and it was the first thing that really got me into um, science fiction. I was, I was heavily into the show, I was reading, uh, they had these books that were, um, you know, uh, they were the Uh, episodes of the original series written, you get like, you know, a number in a book, and I was reading those, and I was reading anything I can get my little hands on about Star Trek, and Star 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 Trek, Star Trek, that was my thing, and it was actually, uh, one of my English teachers when I was in sixth grade, I think it was, um, said, so you like science fiction, read this, and he hands me this, you know, inch, two inch thick tome, that was Dune, and I read Doom. and I loved it, and so that kind of launched me into the wider world of, of science fiction. There was uh, one news article I saw, or I don't know, it was, it was an opinion piece, or it probably wasn't a news article, that was saying that, that CBS and Paramount really um, managed to, to screw up this 50th anniversary celebration um, yeah, they even had a movie come out this year but they really didn't do anything overt tying it into the 50th they did some they did some some subtle things like uh, there was this movie poster they did for Star Trek Beyond that had uh, I think it was Kirk and Spock and, and the lady with the white makeup with the black marks I forget the character's name and they had you know like so Kirk was, was kind of tinted blue and the blue went way up high and and, and Spock was red, I think, and the, the lady, of course, was, was white. White is yellow. And, you know, it's very reminiscent for one of the main movie posters for Star Trek Motion Picture. So they did some minor things, but they really didn't, didn't play it up a lot. Um, and, and, you know, this person was making the case of, you know, if that's how you're going to treat the franchise then, you know, why don't you sell it to somebody who cares? And that was, you know, it made some pretty good points, I think. And I came, we were, probably because of this, we were at uh, the hotel room over the weekend, and and the wife was was reading, and I was kind of tired of reading, and so I uh, went to see what was on TV, and I, I came to a stop on the History Channel where they were doing a retrospective of Star Trek and they had all sorts of people um, uh, on there. They had, uh, and now I'm blanking all their names. Jerry Ryan was on there and you had uh, Armin Shimmerman. I think I got this name right. He played Quark on Deep Space Nine. And, uh, and a number of other people. I don't remember, well, we, I didn't see the whole thing, um, but I don't remember seeing uh, Patrick Stewart in the section that I was in, but it wasn't just the actors. They had some of the people that were working on the, on the uh, show behind the scenes the producers and writers and stuff. Uh, Ronald D. Moore was one of them. He was also the showrunner and writer for Battlestar, and he, he worked on Next Generation. And it was it was an interesting thing. There was there was lots of cool things there, um, and and there was one thing that Armin Shimmerman, I don't, I don't think I'm saying his name right. He played you know, as I said. He played Quark on Deep Space Nine, and he said that uh, you know he was quoted as saying you know, that you know, the great thing about Star Trek is that it's not about the ship; it's about hope, and. I agree and disagree with him. You know, I, you know. First of all, I, you know, he didn't work on a show with the ship. He um, he was on Deep Space Nine. It was a space station. I don't think it quite got to the point where that was as much of a character as the original Enterprise was. Um, you know, in in Star Trek: The Motion Picture, you've got this ten minute sequence where you are you and Kirk, you know, are, are floating around the Enterprise and seeing the new movie, Enterprise, and it's, you know, you got the great music there by, um, I think it's Horner that did the music for that one, and you know, with the seeing that for the first time, it was just, it was wonderful, getting to see the ship and getting to just stare at the ship and see it from all angles and see all these these pieces, because I had, there were a lot of a lot of things that I, I had been given as a gift at one point, the Star Trek Technical Manual, and the Star Trek Blueprints, and so you'd see that, oh, there's all these little you know, these, these these little um, details, airlocks, and all this stuff, and you never really saw those in the TV show. Um, but you get to see a lot of these things, and so that was cool. I, By the way, I still have both of those things. And then in Star Trek uh, 2, the Wrath of Khan. Actually, it was Star Trek Three, the search for Spock, when Kirk set the self-destruct and blew up the Enterprise. That was... That was a knife in the gut. That was a major character just died. Now, granted, it is a machine and they replaced it. We had the We've replaced it several times now, and we have the D, and you know, and it was, I was kind of say, you know, I don't think any ship quite got to that level with that the original one did. A little bit with um, the D when they when they destroyed that in uh, Generations. Um, yeah, you know, so like when when the Enterprise crashes in um in beyond it's kind of like eh, all right you know it's been done before and i get to redoing the what's been done before but it it doesn't quite have the same effect but but that was a case where i i think he's a little bit wrong because because that original ship was a character and that original ship had meaning and then when they got destroyed You know that was that was gut-wrenching it's kind of like when you you get your first car and then you lose it you know like maybe it gets gets destroyed in a wreck or uh or whatnot or even just sell it i mean i've my first car uh, i love that thing and it it didn't get wrecked it uh got got sold and replaced and but i still feel fondly about that 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 uh, vehicle even now so But, yeah, it's cool to see such a a venerable um, or or such a wonderful uh, series get venerated. I guess that would be the better way to say it. Um, You know, certainly something that has played a foundational role in my life. And, um, you know, and so, you know, it's, it's even, I've been alive... For the entirety of its run, but I I don't remember seeing Star Trek live on TV. I, I didn't see it till later when I was when it was in syndication. But uh, it's been around. I've been around uh, the entire time it's been around. So it's it's a major part of my uh, growing up of what informs my tastes in science fiction and um, the kind of stories that I enjoy so that's what I thought I'd talk about today I will be back tomorrow I'll be talking to you then so be seeing you